Hey y'all, welcome to the Barbershop Shop Quintet Podcast of Quick Five. I've created the segment on the site where I and possibly a guest would present a lesson justification behind it. Um, we share less among topics like uh, potato chips to superheroes and to today's topic. Before we do that, thank, let's. Uh, I want to thank you for your ongoing support. Make sure you subscribe and listen to our OG episodes, the Quick Five, the Symphony, and also the House Party as well. Um, where I'll be dropped uh, drop randomly here and there on every Tuesday um, based uh, on Tuesdays based on availability. So um, now moving on to introducing the the rules and then my guests and the topic for today. So the rules are simple. Um, we'll just have a speaking topic. But before we even get into that, we'll roll a random number generator, figure out who gets to go first or second. Um, there's no bus cut lying around. Um, this guest has been part of the bigger chunks uh, the regular podcast, the OG episode. So um, there's really no buzz call around. So he doesn't have to come up with some creative ass, uh, funny ass answer. But with that being said, we'll just have a top five list and we share and we go into some conversational topics. And that is it for today. So before I introduce my guest for today here, um, the topic that my guest want, wanted me to bring up was, uh, well, first off, we didn't have a topic in mind. He's like, let's let's run a pod. Word person in Toronto, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 run one live. I was oh, like, yeah. oh shit, okay. Um, the one thing was like, I haven't seen this man in six, seven years now. Second thing in person, actually. Uh, second thing was, um, he was too busy to uh, jump on our usual basketball pod, but instead he had enough time to chirp my ass on a podcast. Um, in our Instagram chat, so I don't know how that happened, um, but he was uh, he had time for that. So, um, so I gave him my honor to uh, you know uh, present him some time, give him some time so he can uh, be on a show today. I brought my equipment down all the way from Kitchener, come down Good to man. Toronto. Good uh, man, and we roll this out. So the topic we have for today, uh, of course, uh, today's a Friday, so as you are aware, it's November and it's uh, in season tournament is going on. A brand new spanking, you know. Uh, I don't know if it's a little gesture, a little shindig that whatever that Adam Silver's trying to do. But um, I'm not gonna go into it. It's fucking complicated as, as hell. I'll let my guest explain that he's a he's a sports journalist, so um, he that's his job. I'll let him do that. Uh, he'll do some pro bono work today for us. Uh, but with that, <laughs> but with that being said. Topic for today, we're gonna to be talking about the top five dark horse teams to win the champions uh for the in season tournament. tournament. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'll do your job for you. <laughs> you wanna be those? No, I'm good. Those I, I'm really good. Exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um and I'll revoke your his hotel discount as well. Damn it. Anyways, um, so moving forward, as you heard him rudely interrupt me right there. Um, you heard his voice. Uh, plenty of times before on all basketball podcasts. Um, we're also in the links of having a Attack on Titan one coming up soon as well in the works. Oh, yeah. Um, and we are very pumped for that because, you know, we uh, it's been long overdue for uh, anime one. And also, his first time, his first time being on anime one and having a basketball head, a sports junkie on an anime podcast. Yeah, that's something new. <laughs> so... Uh, I want to give up to my good friend here, my brother, my brethren, uh, Cullen Brownbridge. Can you please introduce yourself? Uh, give us a little teaser statement on how you built your, uh, I mean, your list for today. And yeah, so tell us what you've been up to lately. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, Cullen Brownbridge. I've been on the podcast a few times. Uh, 
some of the OG basketball ones, as Tony said. Uh, since then, I've gone through being in school to being fun employed to now working for the school. So now <laughs> I'm uh, recruiting for Brock University. Uh, I get to live the hotel life, the travel life, um, dining in at either local mom and pop restaurants or uh, uh, Tim Hortons sometimes because that's all there is. Yeah. Uh, visiting schools, talking about Brock. Um, also get to do some freelance work with Rotowire doing NFL wraps, NBA wraps and previews, all that kind of stuff. Even golf now, I'm starting to expand into. Jeez. So learning about golf is, and like all how the FedEx standings work is like wow. complicated, but it's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's good. I get to do that stuff on the road. Always mm-hmm. really grateful to be able to work with Rotowire. So nice. excellent editors and excellent people. In terms of the, the, the list that I came up with today, I was trying to think about you know, how do you define like the dark horse? And I, I know that's not going to be like a philosophical discussion. It's more of like, who are the big candidates before the season started versus like right now, as of November 17th, like, you know, some teams have over like over exceeded expectations. Mm-hmm. Other mm-hmm. ones are like in the shitter, so <laughs> to speak, just because of injuries or bad luck or like, it's just not going very well. So like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of tough to make that dark horse. Cause like, who you think like the contenders are for the NBA championship, let alone the in-season championship are different now than they were three weeks ago when the season first started. So I try to keep that in mind a little bit. Also kind of like looking at the the in-season standings as of right now, some teams have played up to three games, like the Brooklyn Nets have played three games. Other teams have played none. Like the Raptors played their first game tonight against Boston at their first in-season tournament. Wow. Got the black, uh, the black and gold um, court, court, which I think it's one of the few that actually looks kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of them are, yeah, they're kind of mid. But, <laughs> but yeah, excited to talk about it. Always really enjoy talking about basketball and shooting, shooting the breeze, so to say. Shooting the breeze, chopping, chopping the boards. I haven't heard that one. Chopping okay. the boards. Well, they say chopping it up. So, oh, okay, that's how. All right, it. all right. I'll, I'll that's how that. the Gen Z say these things nowadays. But um, Gen Z and Gen Z, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show, man. Thank you for um sharing your time with us today. I do want to say before we start here. What the fuck was that honking? I know we're downtown Toronto, but yo, all I heard was huh, huh, huh. so either either the there was a cricket tournament today and someone won, or it's just typical Toronto it's traffic. Typical Toronto traffic. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, we do apologize if you heard any background noise right there, but just uh, keep your focus and just deal with it. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> oh, your shit. We're dealing with it. You can deal with it. So uh, with that being said, my name is Tony. I'm the host of the show um how i built my list well yeah, the thing is like um you did you did say something about um figuring out who the favorites are and i think that's very subjective right because mm-hmm. we can all that agree is- on the couple but then how the standings go and how the format of this tournament is you don't have really have favorites because some of them are in the group of death yeah groups of death groups of life yeah yeah so basically it's like well fuck like you don't have the option right so that's where the dark horses come in yeah um so that's why i took into uh took into consideration as well took into the standings as well and how many games they have left considering the schedule how the rules are played like how many matches they have to play um and injuries too because yeah injuries injuries, all that shit yeah yeah yeah. so we'll see and and also the importance because some teams are in season some some teams are playoffs so focus so we'll see we'll see what happens here mm-hmm. um with that being said let's uh, move on to the number random number generator um as you're aware come we spend a number between one to 25 you have to pick the number whoever lands the closest 
I mean, Roy uh, gets to go first. Uh, I always choose one or twenty-five. Just split me down the middle. Put me twelve. Okay, I'm gonna pick thirteen. All right, you're the asshole. Okay. Right. right now we're saying number one. We're spinning three, two. 25. 25. Oh, fuck. I <laughs> so I get to go first here. Thank goodness because uh, you're you're the, you're not me, but you're your guest here for today. Our guest for today will break down more when he cuts to his and maybe rebuttal some of my points. Yeah. Um, as we go through. So before wait before we start, who who are your like top four or five? Like not just dark not dark horse contenders. So one per group. Well, like just like four or five teams that you think are like most likely to win the end season tournament right now. So based on what I was looking at, I would have to say, like with all the considerations, all the factors I just listed out, maybe like two minutes ago, uh, Denver, yeah, uh, Boston, yeah, maybe that's it. Based on what I can see, yes. Okay, okay, just just double checking on that. So yeah. those are like the two two clear favorites. Yeah, a hot take, sure, but that's the two favorites I can see that right now, like they're they're ripping the in season tournament when they don't have to. Yeah. And also on the other side, it's like they're the favorites to come out of the east and the west at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Those that I, I would say like they're the clear favorites or the clear preseason favorites. Yeah, they're like the S tier. Yeah. And then you have your A tiers, which is like the favorites, but then you're like, oh, you don't know what's gonna happen, like Golden State. For example. Yeah, yeah, because they were they. If it wasn't for Steph getting injured and then Draymond uh, doing the uh, French guillotine, then, <laughs> uh, then maybe then Golden State would be considered a dark horse because they're yeah. kind of like a they're a below five hundred team right now. Yep, yep, exactly. But no, okay, I I can yeah I can work with that. Um, I, I would probably put a couple other teams in that like in terms of just specifically the in season tournament, yeah, S tier or A plus tier, yeah, yeah, um, but not necessarily dark horse tier. So okay, okay. Um, but yeah, you go ahead because I've cut into your time. Yeah, no, that's so good. You're good. All right, so um, I'm gonna list on my uh the teams here that I have no in no particular order. I don't, right. I have no particular order who's gonna win this shit. Yeah, who really fucking knows? Um, especially it's dark horse too. But um, we'll just run through. I'm just gonna run through quickly before I start here. Um, who's on what team and what the standings look like? Yep. Um, so we well, let's start with the West Side. West Side. Um, we have. West A, which uh, from top to bottom in terms of rankings, we have Lakers two and zero, Utah two and zero, Portland one and one, Phoenix zero and one, Memphis. They're already eliminated. They're not even yeah, considered. Yeah, yeah. There's an X beside their name. Yeah, team eliminated. They are so. out. West B, uh, we have Denver two and zero, Houston one and zero, New Orleans Pelicans one and zero, Dallas one and two, Clippers zero and two, and then West C. Uh, the Wolves surprisingly two and zero. Sacramento one and zero. Warriors one and one. OKC one and two. And the Spurs zero and two. We move to the East Coast. Um, we have East A, Indiana with two and zero. The Hawks one and zero. Seventy Sixers one and one. Cleveland with zero and zero. And Pistons zero and two. Cleveland Cleveland zero and one. You said zero and zero. Oh, yeah, zero and one. Yeah, zero and one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. East B. Uh, Miami two and zero, Milwaukee one and zero, Charlotte one and one, uh, New New York Knicks zero and one, and the Wizards zero and two, EC one and zero, Brooklyn two and one, Chicago zero and one, Orlando zero and one, Toronto zero and zero. Okay, so we'll we'll talk about why aren't why is the schedule kind of whack? Like we have Toronto playing there first, 
in-season tournament game. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. And then Memphis having 0-3, like, that's kind of stupid. It's crazy that Memphis has already eliminated Toronto hasn't even played yet. Yeah, it's (laughs) kind of wild. Um, But with that being said, so how I looked at it, out of the standings, I had the the, the Lakers coming out of the West A. Okay. West B had Denver coming out. Mm -hmm. West C had the Wolves coming out. Okay. East A, I have the Pacers coming out. Mm Mm-hmm. East B, Miami coming out. Okay. East C, of course, our team. Boston. Boston yeah. coming out. Yeah. Big game tonight, actually. The All Dark right. Horses. Now, even though I read the standings, that doesn't clearly mean that they're the favorites yep. for some of these teams, okay? So, my number five here from West B, it's the Houston Rockets. Yeah, it is. As crazy as it sounds... The Dylan Brooks reclamation project. Yeah, and and fuck, they were they were so rough at the beginning of the season. They're like we're clowning on them. It's like Memphis and Houston, a oh, bad rough start. Oh, and whatever. This is for you, Sahil. Yes, this <laughs> is for you, Sahil. <laughs> Shout out to Sahil. Yeah, man. Like I was like, what? And then now they're going on a, a rip. Uh, Alperin Se- Sengun is crazy right now. He's a they call him what? Uh, the discount Jokic. <laughs> I'm like, There's yeah, I six... can see, it. I can see it. His yeah. third year stats. They started 0 three, and they've won six straight, including two in a row against the Kings, Lakers, Pelicans, Nuggets. That's really good three team. Win, three point win over the Nuggets. I think that was on Wednesday. Must have been. Yeah. And and I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast the other day. We don't have to get into this, but we know what happened to Yudoka, our former coach, Senor Ime. Yeah. Yeah. Look what he's done with the Rockets. He's mm-hmm. put something up their ass that makes them play so well, like they did with our team. He works really well with younger players, and he's got that locker yeah. committed. Now, 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 now. Will they get to the playoffs? Maybe a play-in tournament. Maybe. maybe. Maybe, depending on the standings. But as for now, I think this is a big thing for them because – if they make it through, which they are on a hot streak, if they make it through, this is a big boost of confidence for them. Yeah. Well, the other the other thing that was kind of mentioned, I think you mentioned Bill Simmons. One thing he mentioned is that this is a previous podcast, but the West is such a bloodbath. Oh yeah. That any like these kind of losses that happen right now are actually quite meaningful for later. As much as people say like, oh, yep. your losses don't matter, or whatever. Yeah. Yep, yep. The Warriors, Steph being out for a few weeks, Draymond wanting to join his buddy Steph, so chokes out Ru- Rudy Gobert. So they- <laughs> and then they're led by, like, you know, Clay Thompson, who, you know, he's not what he, you know, the same level that perhaps he used to be. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Kaminga was their leading scorer in their last game. He actually played pretty well. He's he's taken the leap so far. Wiggins um, has been in and out. Wiggins is, yeah, he, he had, like, 16 points or 12 points, and then he had, like, a few turnovers, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, like, these games kind of matter. So, like, for Houston, if they're looking to make – I don't know if they can make top six, right? Because right now no. in the play on playing to the Western Conference, it's Lakers, Warriors, Suns, Pelicans. So but then if we have like a, a you know a seven to fucking like twelve, and they're all like by one game, man. Yeah. Like, but like Lakers, Warriors, Suns, we probably put them before the season in like a S tier, A tier for the title. Yeah. Right. At least for the for the West. So the fact that those three are in the play-ins, and then you got the Rockets and the Kings, that's kind of like. You know, the fact that they're ripping it off right now is great. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It, it, winning the in-season tournament, as much as people say, oh, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. For a young team like Houston, it matters. Well, also, it matters, too, because this is not an offside tournament. 
No. Like, it is an offside tournament, but it's only for the semifinals and the no, finals. Just the finals. I oh, think. is it just the finals? Yeah, because the, the teams that play in the finals, they play in 83rd game. Oh, I guess there's a couple so, games where it's, like, to be determined who's going to play for the schedule. Yeah, it's it's everybody who gets eliminated from the in-season tournament, they do some sort of, like, Con- they, have some sort of calcu- they have some sort of calculation as to who plays who. Yeah. So then that way, like, the... the, the um, so the schedule is empty team. right now, then. Yeah, pretty much. There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a, like a a couple of weeks where the schedule is not fit, or like there will be certain days where it's like this is gonna be a game that's gonna be played as part of like the teams who are eliminated. Yeah, that makes sense. It's 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 confusing at the outset, but like if they can make it work, it's great. I think for a young team like Houston, to your point, like yeah, it, it matters, and for yeah. Adoka too. Yeah. Because the thing is, like with Boston, that was two years ago. So what? How old was Jalen? Was twenty five. Tatum mm-hmm. was twenty four. Mm-hmm. So young still, right? But like still like successful Boston team has been to the Eastern Conference Finals, first year in the Finals. Now he's got guys who are 19, 20, 21, yeah, yeah. plus Freddie V, who's what? He's like 20... He's like 28. Yeah. 27, 28. Like veteran, but like... Yeah. Still, still in his prime. He's in his prime. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, so like the fact that he's able, so far, he's been able to replicate that success and get the most out of a guy like Jeff Green too. Like Jeff Green's great. Veteran yeah. locker presence, so... Yeah, yeah. I... I Credit to him. Like, is it sustainable? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm glad they also got rid of Kevin Porter Jr. as well. That was a very... Did he get signed somewhere? Kevin oh. Porter? No, is he still? He's, he's still, still gone, though? Yeah, he's still yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the wire. Um, side tangent is crazy that Miles Bridges is actually coming back. <laughs> we'll save that for another podcast. Uh, but yeah, uh, moving on here. Number four. Um, from the group below, West C on top of the board... I have Minnesota Timberwolves coming out okay. as my dark horse. Now, granted, they are top of the board. But that doesn't mean that anything can possibly happen in that group now. That group is, again, when you look at West A, West B, you're like, holy shit, West, West B is like, that's a group of death right there. West A, you're like, okay, we already know who the two are. And West C, you're like, wait, hold up a second. West C is stacked. Wesley's actually if you they're put, closer you than you think. Even if you put aside Warriors, like it's still stacked. Yeah, they're, they're, it's closer than you think. And OKC, that first game versus the Warriors, that was a brilliant, like bullshit call in the last play. First off, but that was that like that didn't need to be recorded, uh, like reviewed. But OKC versus Golden State, that has been like that shows OKC is like in it for the long term. Minnesota has been clicking, clicking too. That's why I put them on there. Um, believe it or not, the Twin Towers is actually really productive right now. Even though there's Carl Anthony Towns trade speculations year in, year out, even this year still. Mm-hmm. But they're still doing very well. So, and Mike Conley, the turnover to assist turnover ratio is insane. Mm-hmm. It's not so. So, I mean, they're very efficient. Um, even though they got rid of, you know, a couple, a couple of players here and there, but they're still pretty damn good. So, uh, for the time being, at least. So, yeah. I can protect them as right now. They're top of the board. So, they're confident. Well, not confidently, but they, they have a okay lead, right? So, mm-hmm. anything could happen. Like, Warriors could bottom out for all we know. Mm-hmm. So, that's my number four here. Number three. Same group. I just mentioned them. The OKC Thunder. Yeah. Now, they are one and two. Mm-hmm. But, you have to play each team once. Just once. Just once. They have two more games left. So they can technically be three and two. 
There's a point differential too. And oh, a tiebreaker. That's a tiebreaker, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So look at OKC's points that they got, the totals. Plus twenty seven. Plus 27 point differential yeah. with two losses. 360 points that they gathered. They're a scoring team. When they can shoot, they can shoot. Um, That's a team that I feel like has a hunger like the Houston Rockets do. Yep. When all wheels click, they're, they're a scary team. And we talk about Houston possibly making it to the plan season, a plan tournament. Yep. OKC is going to be top four seed. I'm I think they're. Right I now. think they're right there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm calling it right now. They're gonna be top four seed. Um, just the way that if everyone's healthy and if they keep this big going, if. yeah, big if, right? Especially Shea. My number two here. We're gonna switch conferences. Mm-hmm. We're going with Miami Heat. Okay. Um, they're number two. They're two and zero. Yes, top of the conference. But remember, Milwaukee's still there. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee still has four games. So if Milwaukee comes up five and zero, they're the favorites of that. So that makes Miami contending with a wild card position. Now, if they get the wild card position, we've seen Jimmy Butler do some crazy ass shit the last five years. I would not doubt that he would run for this. Put this on his resume, cement his Hall of Fame <laughs> candidacy, even though it's probably already cemented. Yeah. Um. But even so, it's one of those things where it's like, let's just. Let's just show the world that we can actually get something in. Now, granted, hopefully everyone still stays healthy. Granted, hopefully the heat culture doesn't do any bullshit like let's, you know, keep everyone healthy and who cares about this in-season tournament. But I think that for a lot of younger players, it's a nice motivational piece for yeah. like Vaz uh, Hawkins or um, Jovic or even uh, Hightower or... Um, uh, even like uh, Hero and uh, Robinson. Hero, Hero's been playing pretty darn well. Like yeah. I, I know he started off the season really strong. He's leading the team, twenty two point nine points. Yeah, Adebayo steps it up twenty two. I think is that a season? That's a career high for Bam Adebayo so far. Yeah, he's been I don't think he's, like nineteen to twenty one. I don't think he's ever averaged. Oh no, last year he averaged twenty, which was a career high. Now twenty two point seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, Hero, like really impressed with what he's doing because I think his shooting numbers are also. Uh, better than they were yeah last year i want to say well he was injured last year too yeah like he's he's like you know he's kind of hovering around the same actually for uh regular shooting but three-point shooting is 41 percent. yeah that's really good like he's yeah really impressed like i mean obviously like the offseason kind of fueled him yeah um yeah. and who why wouldn't it like little was supposed to be the shoe in to go to miami yeah and then it's like tyler hero was always the dangling piece and he probably heard the whole fucking season like yeah Miami Heat obviously thought perhaps you were valuable at least, but other people were like, "Why would why would the Portland Trailblazers want Tyler Hero? Mm-hmm. They can probably get in, like they're probably going to flip Tyler Hero. What can they get for him? Mm-hmm. Probably not as much as what ultimately they ended up getting with Milwaukee and Boston, but it seems to be working out. Like I think, you know, good for him for being able to yeah, yeah, turn yeah. shit around. Like it kind of worked out for him. And it's funny that like the of the, the of that whole saga, the team that probably got off the worst. Not to say it's a bad situation is Milwaukee. Because not only did, like, you know, obviously, like, you get a pissed-off hero. You get a Miami Heat team that wants to be the underdogs again. But then you get Drew Holiday to go to Boston, which the only reason maybe that happens is because Marcus Smart goes to Memphis instead of Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Because, like, why? because if, if Boston, 
if Boston sent Marcus Smart and Time Lord to Portland, so many teams would be going after Marcus Smart. Oh, yeah, and for that, sure. And he would have been a much more desirable piece, I think, at least preseason expectations-wise, yeah. compared to Tyler Hero. Well, also, Marcus Smart, what if, well, since he landed in Memphis, Memphis is keeping it. Yeah, well, he Memphis did. is struggling, but well, like... Well, Memphis would be keeping him because they're, quote-unquote, a contender, right? But then you you ship him out to Blazers, that doesn't fit their timeline. Yeah. So they'd rather get stock in return. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. A defensive player of the year, why wouldn't you? Maybe a nice, maybe that sort of trade, like, Mar- it's Marcus, and then, like, the Celtics keep Rob Williams or something like that. But it'd probably be around the same thing. Maybe give up one less draft pick. Yeah. Maybe. But it, it worked... It, Maybe Milwaukee, like I don't know, like Damian Lillard, he played really well against the Raptors on Wednesday. He had 37 points, 13 assists. Yeah, he did. Giannis was out. Giannis out. Yeah. Um. So, but like a bunch of question marks around that team. Damian's individual defense, um, obviously he has Brook Lopez and Giannis behind him, but it hasn't shown so far. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Middleton's still working his way back. I think they're only limited to like 15, 20 minutes a game, yeah, yeah. which is fine because you know. Like you said, like it's not just a regular season; it's the playoffs, right? Jay Crowder's missing time now; he's out with an oblique injury. injury. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but shit, just just sidetracking you. Sorry, but like, <laughs> but no, like it's Tyler Hero's been playing. I've been really impressed with him. First yeah, sure. he's been really well. All right, my number, well, the last team, not my number one team, but the last team on my list here. Okay. Before I let you off, make sure you check out the Barbershop Quintet podcast on all streaming platforms. Give us a like, give us a five-star review on Apple Pod, and follow us at BB Shop Quintet Podcast on IG if you want to be involved as a guest on our panel or have any topics you'd like to discuss about. Hit us up on our IG account or email us at bbshopquintetpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your fresh inputs and ideas for this pod. Let's be your top five of the day. Again, same situation. Um, top of the board, but we're going to go up one. East A. Mm-hmm. Indiana Pacers. Yeah, yeah. Now, everyone has been saying preseason, Zach Lowe to Bill Simmons to the No Dunks to whoever. Everyone has been saying Make sure you get Indiana Pacers on your league pass team. I I haven't watched a single game yet, but I've seen highlights. I've seen highlights. You're not listening to them. No, I haven't. No, I can't afford that shit, bro. Um, but I've been I've been I've been seeing it on Instagram and like YouTube and shit. That team looks like they've been playing for years. Okay. That chemistry has looks so well. And you know, Tyrese Halliburton. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck! Yeah. We already knew he was good because when he got drafted, everyone's like, "Wait, you picked up twelve? Who the fuck in eleven other teams, or whatever x amount of teams, were idiots and dropped them all the way down to 12 mm-hmm. And then people were kind of razzing on the Kings because they traded him, which they definitely deserved. They deserved, yeah. but I think. Now, looking at it, Pacers definitely got the better end of the trade because they not only got it for the the future, mm-hmm. but they got they invested in a piece for the now as well because of how well they're actually doing. They're, they're overachieving in a sense. Did they get Buddy Hield in that trade too? They the did. Pacers? Yeah, they did, right? They did. Yeah. But like it, it kind of worked. Maybe it opened up a little bit more for De'Aaron Fox 
um in Sacramento's back uh backcourt. Oh yeah. Uh, that 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 two hand to a two lefty big and uh small duo is doing pretty well. Like mm-hmm. they made it to the playoffs for the first time in how many years? Like last like year. Being, I wish I wish they won in in seven games. Right? Yeah, yeah. Actually. It was a really good run. Like they're they're actually not a bad team, but mm-hmm. but Kyle Halliburton has a higher ceiling than Fox, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. And I think he'll be less injury prone from the track record that we've seen from the first couple of years as well, comparing the two. Well, so Darren Fox has been out for a while. I think he's set to return, or he already has. Yeah. So he's only played five games. He's averaging thirty points a game, five almost six assists, almost two steals. Halliburton twenty four point seven points, twelve point five assists. Like read the turnovers. It's just, just turnover six six. That's six to zero. Like six point zero. That's fucking real. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Um. So different. I mean, maybe like just for their teams, they're doing different things. Like I think, yeah, probably. He's a scoring guard. Well, it makes sense. Like if you look at, if you look at Sacramento, like he kind of has to be the scoring guy. I mean, like yeah, you got scorer scores like Malik Monk, but like Kevin Porter is more like a. Catch and shoot, catch three. and shoot player, yeah. Demontis is, you know, he makes good decisions. Post, yeah, he's, yeah, he's having a, another good season. Nineteen points, almost thirteen, thirteen rebounds, seven assists. Like, yeah, he's playing all right. Um, but it's it kind of maybe it opened up just both of them being able to kind of like take a bigger piece of the pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not necessarily like I still think just on a talent level, the Kings trading away Halliburton was maybe not the best move, but I guess they got some bonus back, right? Well, also, it, it kind of didn't make sense to have Tyrese and Fox on the same team, right? That's true. Because other things, like, now you're replicating Wall and Beal. And for them, that's what they had a leaking hole in the 4-5 or five position. Yep. Who did they have at that time? Oh, fuck. Who, 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 I don't know. Trey Lyles and... And then what, the Beal, the Beal Wall Wizards? No, on the Kings. Oh, Alex Len, Trey Lau and Alex Len as a four or five, like before then, like I don't remember. Like, it was a gaping hole in there, right? Like yeah, Len's only playing like six, like seven minutes a game right now. Yeah, <laughs> Len's a backup, backup. Yeah, third string, right? So uh, that's the thing. Like you had like guys like that mm-hmm. starting. So now, oh, uh, now, oh, now you have like I can't speak around shit. Now you have like Demontes being the big to compliment him. Right, mm-hmm. and he's also not a slow guy too. He's pretty fast paced. Um, and then you have Halliburton on this side, opening up everything for everyone. Like Obi Toppin has been a great addition to that team too. They're young, they're fast, they can pick it up. Matherin's a great scorer. You have uh Jess Walker, the guy they just drafted this year. He's gonna be big. They kept Miles Turner, which I was very surprised, but he's doing really well fits, this year. He fits really nicely. He's doing really well this year for them. Holy! Uh, so the only the only thing about the Pacers, they've ranked first in offensive rating. They're like bottom tier defensive rating, like to, like twenty something. Yeah, they just need to pick up like right? a defender. That's it. Well, it's it, it's more than that. Like Turner is like I've always thought of him being at least like an okay defender. Like. I don't know what he averages in blocks. He's an game, okay defender. Like, He's an okay defender, but the perimeter defense sucks. He averages almost two two blocks a game, right? But it's not just blocks. It's other things that you have to do. He's not like uh, – I don't think of him as an immobile big man on defense. I mean, I he, – he's a, he's, a, he's a shorter, slimmer version of Roy Hibbert who can shoot the three. Just verticality. Yeah, no, I, maybe. Yeah, no deflections, I mean, none of that other stats. Yeah, I mean, like – 
maybe they could be a buyer for like I'm I'm trying to think about like who could they they could buy down on the trade deadline. They could go all in for offense if they want to get like Zach Levine or something. You know who they should pick up? Who that? A three and D player. Okay. OG and Anobi. OG and Anobi. Yeah, I mean he'd fit in the defense. Yes, um, they need perimeter defense. And he's young. He fits their timeline as well. Great contract, actually. Buddy healed. Buddy healed. Yeah, but yeah, you have but to, you need to spend picks. Yeah, but healed. I mean, healed's been doing well off the bench. I think he'd actually. He could do some things in Toronto if he's if he's coming if he's starting instead of off the bench. Like he's filling a good role off the bench, especially when like Halliburton's off. Yeah, they need another score. Yeah, the Raptors because the thing is like. Yeah, <laughs> great well, dick. Well, like, Siakam, Siakam's like he's doing fine. Barnes, I think, is taking the leap, but Barnes is being like that utility player more than than anything. Mm. Bit of redundancy, maybe you could argue. I think that's what um, Denver Nuggets uh, general manager was talking about when he was talk- talking about. Um, putting together the Nuggets as like getting rid of redundancies. Yeah. So maybe that's that that could be a trade to look forward to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, OG, OG could fit well with Pacers. I just wonder what Toronto's motivation to. Yeah. What, 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 what would what, they give? What, 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 they... what would would you rather if you're Toronto give up Siakam or would you rather give up OG? Siakam. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the trade package that you get yeah. and what assets you're getting in return. Yeah. But I think overall, they'd probably rather keep OG. Yeah. But because at least the outcome's got some veteran presence, even if he's like young veteran. Yeah. Okay. That's my list. Let's move on. Can you read off your list again for me one more time? Because we're probably going to have some overlap. So I don't want to get into those too much. That's fine. Uh, So I have have Houston, Minnesota, OKC, Miami, Indiana, and yeah, that's it. Houston, Minnesota, OKC, Miami, Indiana. Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Because this just kind of goes back to what, like, a quote unquote, spoiler was was like who i think some of these teams like who will actually get out of the in-season tournament just because there's only there's only eight teams that come through you get one wild card per conference as opposed to like the you know the usual like eight per conference hours mm-hmm. i guess 10 if you can include the plan right so each of these games really matter maybe not to the players but for the purpose of the in-season tournament right so so like i agree with you on some of the teams that you already said like um okc plus with the fact that you know the warriors are they're injured they mm-hmm. got the suspensions going on sacramento sacramento's in that group i, I don't know if jaron fox is back yet let me double check when was the last game he played it doesn't show that he has injury oh so he played oh he so he's back okay so that could be like their their big uh obstacle right minnesota's mm-hmm. dropped a couple games mm-hmm. um since they went on that tear um, so I think OKC is definitely in it as a dark horse. Maybe get that um, at this point, probably the wild card, right? Okay. Dallas, I was gonna say, but they're one and two, and if Den, you know, Denver, I think is gonna get at least you know top of one of their groups or the wild card. Um, there's Houston as well, which is always scrappy. Mm-hmm. Dallas is in the mix. West A. I think this. Well, I was gonna say the Suns is a dark horse because they're zero and one, but Beal's out, Booker's back. He's gonna be reevaluated in three weeks. He's being oh, he's reevaluated in three weeks, so it could be longer. Yeah, Beal. Yeah, that sucks. What a trade that was! Like again, like that was a stupid trade. But like, okay, so there's we're we're looking too much at name value, aren't we? Like are these trades, like okay, new owner comes in, he's like, okay, I don't give a shit about draft picks. Fine, fair, whatever. You don't care about controlling contracts because rookie contracts are super high value for a number of different reasons 
goes out and gets Beal for like what four, three, three first round picks, a bunch of trades, uh, pick swaps, yeah. and then the Clippers for whatever reason go out and get Harden, which doesn't, I don't think fits w- at all no. what they were trying to do. Westbrook's coming, like has willingly said as of today, yeah, today I'm yeah. ready, I'm ready to come off the bench. Yep. I'll do whatever it takes. Good for him. And it's like okay, but there's going to be other options later in the season, like a Zach Levine. And you're like, if you're the if you're the Suns, it's like, well, you know, could you have made that same offer for Levine, who's younger, he's less injury injury prone. prone. He has had a couple of like injuries here and there. Can play a bit better defense. Well, he's more he's more athletic, right? So it's not necessarily just about offense defense, but and Beal Beal feels like more of a shooter. Well, yeah, I mean, he's more of a scorer. Levine, yeah, Levine can slash and cut, and Beal can to a certain degree. Beal's like a well-rounded offensive player. Yeah, yeah. Um, he does it all. He can dribble. He can like take the ball himself. He can cut. He can do all those kinds of things. Levine is more of a slasher cutter, which I think would have worked really well with Durant and Booker. Also, like them not getting Bismack Biombo, I think was a mistake because mm-hmm. um, Bismack for the for the Grizzlies has actually been quite good. Um, so I was gonna consider them as a dark horse, but I I'm gonna leave that for now atlanta too i'm not impressed with how trey young's been by the way shout out if if at all you ever listen to this trey young congratulations on the birth of your daughter uh your shooting has not been very good this year but you <laughs> have more important things and perhaps that's why um he's shooting like less than 30 percent. so the baby bump does not exist for him it, for right no i mean like you know we'll give it some time, give it some time. <laughs> maybe it's like a thing that ramps up over time maybe. right um New York, I think, would be a dark horse candidate. So I know they're in the same as Miami. And Wait, Milwaukee. so is this your short list of your? Five? I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying to go through like the dark oh, horse. Okay. So like, because you've touched on some that I agree yeah, with, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't list like so. I'm trying to figure. I had a top five, and then as you were talking, I was like, you know what? There's probably something I can switch out. That and means I'm this like, man wasn't out prepared. No, no, no. I, I was reading through this shit. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to come up with a list sometimes. But I'm thinking like New York, right? Like Randall had a no, really right. tough start. Really tough start to the season, but the last few games he's averaged, he's had 20 point plus points in the last five games. He's still doing, he has a well rounded game. All right, went, but his shooting is what it's, it's shooting because he's, it, it, I think this, this month he's like back to around 40%, but he was starting at like 20 something, 30 something percent, right? RJ Barrett's been playing really well for them when he has been out there, but he's had his injuries. Jalen Brunson, you know, he continues to be pretty steady on offense. The, the issue with them is that they're in the same, group as the Heat and the Bucks, and the Heat are on a seven-game win streak. The Bucks, we'll see how Giannis, you know, plays out. The Hornets are a scrappy team. The Wizards are the Wizards. We don't need to talk about the pool party over there, right? <laughs> but even, like, East Group C, right? Because, like, it's tough to say because Boston's only played once. Toronto's not played at all. I think tonight yeah. is, a, if the Raptors win tonight... And I think that's a possible. Why would you speak that to no, 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 Because it's possible. Yo, I, stop the flip off. This guy says he's a listen. diehard Celtic. Well, when when you when you do game previews like I do, and you have to do the research, you become become a fan of the NBA as well. Yeah, but you're not working for Rotowire right no, now. You're no, I'm not. For BB yeah, Shop, Quintet that's Podcast. true. That's true. That's true. But like, if they're like if the Raptors won, right? That all of a sudden another dark horse candidate would be the Brooklyn Nets, mm-hmm. right? Again, Brooklyn Nets are nice. Brooklyn, like Cam Thomas, he's like he was kind of like clowned upon for having like, oh, either he scores thirty points or he scores five. Yeah, he's actually been fairly steady. He's like what scoring twenty right now, eighteen twenty a game. Let me look. Let me look because he was he scored. He's averaging twenty seven. Yeah, 
26.9 points a game. Holy shit. But his game log, right? Because that's the thing is, in, right? So, like, what, uh, Wednesday, has he been out? No, that's not right. Wednesday, 14 points and then 45 points. He only played 20 minutes. So maybe he's, maybe he's injured. Mm. Oh, he's expected to miss two weeks. Mm. So that's, so maybe that hurts them. That, that might hurt them a little bit to get out of there, but they're two and one, right? So if they, if they at least go three and two, maybe they get that wild card. Their point differential is kind of mid. Like it's like literally plus eight over three games. But I still have them as dark horse handicaps. I think Mikhail Bridges is really good. Mm-hmm. I think they've got some mm-hmm. good pieces. And uh, Jack Vaughn, again, I think he'd look at the in-season tournament as, hey, let's let's play for something here. Yeah, right? Yeah, get yeah. that young team going, right? So overall dark horse candidates, Oklahoma City. I okay. think you and I are in agreement on that one. Okay. Um, Dallas. I, I'm gonna, really? I, I, Dallas, I had Dallas in earlier. I think I'm going to change it to Houston because initially okay. I didn't have Houston. Um, I had Dallas too. I'm going to have Phoenix in there just because even though they're 0-1 and Beal's out, I still think Booker, Booker is an Perry? MVP candidate. Yeah. Um, arguably top five, top six candidate. Really? Um, yeah, because you have to have what? Jokic, Giannis, Doncic, Tatum, Shea, and then maybe Booker. If Embiid. he's healthy, but like, what's that? Embiid. Embiid yeah. Maxi. Embiid and Maxi too. Yeah. It's, I mean, maybe he's not even that top six. Maybe he's top eight or top something. 10. Easily. Yeah. Um, Knicks, I like the Knicks. Uh, they can be scrappy at times. They can be maddening at times watching some of those oh, games. Oh, yeah. Uh, it will depend on Randall, yeah. ultimately speaking. Whether, you know, maybe he's a trade candidate yeah. midseason at some point. Cleveland, I know they got like Darius Garland, but I don't think they're like it. No. And Pacers, I agree with you too. Um, I don't see Atlanta ever going. So, so let's see. Pacers, Knicks, Nets, Thunder, Rockets. I'd say, like, are so far right now Dark Horse candidates. Mavericks are, like, in the mix there, too. It's just that they're one and two right now. So yeah. it makes it really difficult. So is OKC, but I think their group is a little bit more manageable given, yeah. given that the Warriors are injured. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Timberwolves yep. are in a bit of a, you know, yep. cooling off a bit. Yeah. But the other thing, like, so we're done our third fives, right? Yes. Okay. Do we have time to talk about like the in-season tournament stakes? Well, technically we went over time. Okay. So, but we can, can we talk about five minutes? Sure. About. Hey y'all. As you heard, sadly, I do not have sponsors, but I do have very amazingly talented friends and apps that I like to share and shamelessly plug in here. The stunning and sleek hand drawn and hand painted logo that you've seen. Go check my friend Ashley at her IG account at ashley.bydesign. That's A S H E L Y dot B Y D E S I G N for your creative and artsy needs. And now for a banger of an intro and outro, check out my musically talented mastermind friend, Dylan, at his IG account at by Dylan. That's at B-Y-D-I-L-L-E-N. For all of your music production and beats, two apps y'all need to try out, Canva, where I have created some of my social media content and promo from, and GroupPad, for the sick West Coast transitions you heard before this plug and right before we get back to the program. Now, go check them out, and we'll be right back. Five hundred thousand dollars a player is bullshit. Yeah, no like, shit. Like, okay, for for people for for players who are making less, whatever. Like that that means something. 
let's put some let's put some stakes around because like okay no i think i think i think what i think monetarily they shouldn't be it shouldn't be monetary it, it doesn't it have to be monetary. should be a combo be. should be a combination of monetary and possibly uh like picks or like uh, a playoff advantage or some shit like that well yeah so so my thoughts were like i like the idea that i think it was bill simmons had it was like whoever wins the in-season tournament gets like the first pick in the second round because of its like value it's basically a first round pick yeah but it's second round so like you have more contract um uh leverage leverage yeah more contract flexibility yeah it sucks if you're that player that gets drafted i suppose but you know it is what it is right but i'm thinking like even for, forget playoffs, right? It needs to be a flexible award. What I mean is because like early season tournament, right? So like think about these teams that are ahead, like Indiana, yeah, play probably a playoff contender. Um, the Utah Jazz, for example, two and zero, right? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but maybe they will. Well, maybe they'll shock us again. I mean, they did. They didn't make the playoffs last year, but they were like get. They were up they're there, there, right? They're there. What if they win the in season tournament? What if a team like like just like for the sake of argument, let's say like these teams actually don't give a shit and they're like, oh, you know, like Denver, they're gonna rest Jokic or whatever, or yeah, like yeah, Miami, it, it. and then like Utah Jazz win, and then they don't make the playoffs. That's a pretty shitty way. Like like if you try to tie in just a playoff um, incentive, I think that's kind of shit. I think it should be more like it depends on where you finish. That's what the award you get. So like for I'll, I'll, it's it sounds like a stoner take, but I'll give you an example. Okay, so let's say if you finish like with the first seed of your conference and you win the in-season tournament, you either get something like you get five home games as opposed to just four in a series. You get to maybe pick your opponent every that, round. Okay. Picking that, your opponent that I think is, is such that a, is better. That that's is better. way better. The five games, what if you don't reach the five games? But you that's but you guarantee you start with three. You get three for you get three home games. Yeah, the, do the start, three. Yeah. And then you get and then the uh, other team gets it should two. be three two three, uh, three no two, three two, two. two. Yeah. yes three two two but i think picking your opponent is such a big one because i think the 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 bracket itself i think it needs to be every round it needs a reset i think it would be cooler if it was just like the top teams get to choose who they play in yeah. the first round yeah. and then the second round yeah. whatever i think that'd be way cooler i think that'd be way more interesting i know for like other like esports and stuff they do it and it just creates like week-to-week rivalries it also like, oh, creates you, put, you picked me like you think we're shit like no it's like yeah it creates it's, narratives it's great like, it's like, absolutely it's like michael malone narratives. with uh the denver nuggets he created right. narratives he created stories for these this yeah team. it's it's like you know a team picks another one not necessarily because they're the worst team right but it's because they have a better winning record against them mm-hmm. right like like think about um you know like with the twin towers of um uh go bear and pound yeah like think about like a team like the Nuggets, like let's say, let's say it was like the second round and then the Timberwolves were the fourth seed, right? And the Nuggets were like, you know what? We don't want to play Minnesota. We want to play Phoenix instead because it's a better matchup for us. Yeah. That would be way cooler, right? Yeah. And that's it. But on the flip side, let's say you win the in-season tournament and you don't make the playoffs. Maybe you some maybe you could do something like, oh, you if you make it into the playoffs, you're automatically into the playoffs. Mm. Like if you're the ninth seed, you're automatically the sixth seed and then whoever the sixth seed is done, mm. that's gone, right? But then if you don't make the playoffs and you're a lottery team, you just get better lottery odds. Yeah. If you're if somehow you win the in-season tournament and then you're a bottom five team, you're guaranteed a top three pick. That's fair. You know what I mean? It's just like a flexible award. And I think if you do it that way, then at least at least if you do it that way, then teams who are shit, like the wizard, the owners will be like, hey, if you win the in-season tournament, not only do you get a payday, but you give us like better draft picks. I think another thing is um if you want to add monetary stuff, and I think 
the testing out the water, see how much money oh, this, new, yeah. this new TV contract will gather them from this tournament. Yeah, and I think it's doing pretty well. Um, besides the two points you added, why don't you also add like ten million dollars to your salary cap? Oh, so like a salary cap incentive. So oh, it also it also it also fluctuates too. So if you're first seed and you won, you get the max or amount. Could you convert? Because most NBA contracts are guaranteed, right? Like most of them, are like, except for two ways, yes. Yeah, but like, okay, so so All them except convert. So give the extra money, but then you convert some of that salary to bonus. Yeah, and that's like automatically paid out in the in season, and then it frees up cap space so they can make an in season yeah. sign. Yeah, it doesn't hit. It doesn't hit your tax. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting. Like, like, oh, so like, even for a team like Boston, if yeah. they're in the second apron, yeah, and they get a certain amount to like cut them down, that's an interesting one. Like, imagine if you have ten million dollars freed up. Yeah, and you for a contending team too. That's sign mid level. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually cool. I like that. Like for I, someone I, like Tony's cooking. So for someone for let me cook. Let me cook. Let me cook. For someone like let's just say like LeBron or someone like the Clippers who really need an extra player. Yeah. That's pretty. I like that. I love that. I like oh. that a lot. All right, all right. Let them cook. Okay. So sorry for going over. Yeah, you're good. Rant over. I just I hope that they make some changes. This just because the first season may not be like of importance. It's something that you start and you build on. Yeah. So use it as a springboard. So I have one more question. I have a few quick five hitters for you. Okay. okay? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So my first question. Oh well. This is the one question that I'm going to leave you off with before we go through the quick hitters here. Okay. Um, how long do you think this is going to last? Because we yeah, because we've seen what the All Star Game has done in the last five years, and they did fix it, but then for some reason, it was apparently shit this year. So now Adam Silver is like, "No, we're going straight to basketball. We're doing East versus West." I'm like. I like the draft. I think I like was, the draft. I like the draft. I think there's just too much shit around it. I think just doing the draft the night before. No, doing the fun. draft before the game. I like the night before because if you do it before the game, then it just kind of gets what the players were saying. It gets them out of their mojo. Gets them out of their like um, deal. That's why the maybe they say that's part of the reason why the play was done. I, okay. Whether you agree with that or not, I think that I like that over East or West. I think the in season t- tournament is here to stay because. All the games matter in the regular season except for the championship game, right? And then if you add extra incentives to the championship game, maybe that becomes competitive as well. It does suck that whoever is in that final gets an 83rd game as opposed to maybe like maybe the incentive to make the finals that you get an automatic win in the standings, right? You Like one loss is deducted and you get a win, right? Regardless of whether you win the finals or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because you can't have a tie in basketball, so you can't just all war like you automatically get a tie instead of a loss, right? No, for sure. But, but yeah, like I think the in season just because like the games still matter mm-hmm. is going to stay. Mm-hmm. All star game is an exhibition game. Yeah. They just got to find a way to make exhibition exhibition games more fun or more competitive. Yeah, whether that's dropping down to three on three, doing mm-hmm. like a three on three bracket play, mm-hmm. sticking with five on five, but adding other incentives for yeah, players yeah. like additional salary cap benefit i don't know what that might be but again for certain salary caps like if you unless you do like a percentage increase or something for these players it doesn't matter because the, the players that make the most are like whatever it's an extra five hundred thousand. yeah it doesn't matter to them no yeah okay so do you think the ist is working, uh, working at the moment as, way. like is it successful uh 
it's hard to say. I mean, we're jet, like all of the conversation so far has been the the jerseys not being so great, the floor, yes. the courts being hit or miss. I think some the are red good. ones are trash. Red ones are trash. The blue ones are uh, they're an eyesore as well. But like the the Raptors one might look cool. Yeah. Like those are hit or miss. But it's just they wanted something so that the in season game stood out. Yeah, they wanted to they, pop for the casual fan, yeah, right? And when, they got it. Yeah, they, they got it. So that was an achieve. So that was an achievable quote unquote success. Yeah. The design just needs to be better. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Now, makes sense. do I have confidence that they'll make the design better? Some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very little, but yeah. Um, it's hard to say the success. I think it's not gonna be something that you can really reckon with until three, four, five seasons from now. Fair. When they actually start changing the rules around like what teams benefit from. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. All right. I have a few quick hitters for you here. Okay. All, All right. Quick. So first question. Yeah. Um, who is your IST MVP? Oh shit. That's too early. Is it not? Like we got to wait till the play. I, I can't say honestly. Who like, do you, who are you impressed so far in the IST so far? Specifically in IST or just like early season? IST. Oh fuck! See, the problem is, is that the IST games are Tuesdays and Fridays, and I can't keep track of like because <laughs> they play on Wednesdays. So they play every day. Yeah, of the week. yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't say. I guess a Pacer, like just as a team, the Pacer. So maybe by extension, Halliburton. Halliburton. Okay. Okay. Um, what's your favorite court so far? This yeah, the Celtics one was kind of a shame that they couldn't keep the car the parquet, but just yeah, like yeah, I know. paint it. That jersey's uh, kind of whack too. I won't lie. It's okay. It's I've seen far worse. Yeah. Um, court wise, none of them have super impressed me. I actually I've said it before. I'm looking forward to the Raptors one, seeing what mm-hmm. that one looks like. Okay, jersey. Isn't Phoenix's is fine. Phoenix's is good. Dallas has got a good one. Mm. I think. Yeah, they do. Heat culture one's cringe. No, the heat culture floor is cringe. Yes, that's correct. That's, that's like someone said this. Someone said it was like the live, laugh, love uh, <laughs> <laughs> court of the NBA. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Why do I need to shoot a free throw and just see like endurance matters all? I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't know about this. The Celtics one with the parquet, like I, I get it, and it kind of look. I, I, I get the the thought behind it, but I don't think it's well executed. Yeah. Um, but I like the the uh, the Phoenix Sun one, mm. the Valley. Uh, I like that one a lot. I like the I like the Dallas Nets. is clean. Yeah, the Nets one. Utah's because they brought back the 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 purple. Oh the yes, purple yes, retro. Yes, I like yeah, I yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Jazz. Which one did you say you like? The Nets. The Nets. Oh, is that the that's the kind of like colorful one? Yeah. I'm trying to like their jerseys have been hitting so far. I'm looking at this ranking from CBS, and I think they have the Nets like way down. Oh, that's fine. So it's fine. Subjective. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's for sure. Where do they even have them? Oh my gosh. Oh, they have them 30th. Oh. No. Oh, okay. Whatever. It's subjective. It's subjective. Um, Except you're wrong. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. My last question for you. Of course, ultimately, who do you think is going to win? Who's going to come down to the finals and who's going to win? Because um, we I don't think... know how the matchup's going to be from. And it's a single that. elimination. That's the key. That's the funny thing. That's yeah. The, um, it'll be. So first, also, like, you have to consider the semis and finals are all in Las Vegas, so there's really no crowd advantage. It's back to back to back three days. Yeah. No, it's I think they probably... No, it's two days, sorry. The, the east semis, and the west and then the and finals. And probably like a day off and then the finals. I doubt they do back No, back. it's it's 
Is it actually? No, there's it's no the same shot. Thing. Because because I looked at tickets. I was got I was about to go. There's no shot it's back to back. They would the ninth uh, the ninth why are they making play why are they the making... ninth is east and west and the tenth is a uh, thing. No shot. It's the finals. Okay, I'll get over that later. But okay, so <laughs> I think it's gonna win. Um I think I think it, is it too default to say Boston and Denver? Denver. No, it's it's, not. it's hard to say like the map. I think it's just like the right now they're two they're two of the best teams. So that's it's I'm not. I think I think right now, as much as I think Boston overall is gonna is gonna have a better regular season record, I think. Uh, you know what? Mm, you know, I was gonna say Denver, but then I was gonna pick Denver, but Jamal Murray being out will hurt, and I don't think they're gonna rush him no. just for the in season tournament. No. So with that, I'm probably gonna go with Boston, and that's not a homer take. It's just like right now with all the injuries that are happening, Boston, even though with like Jalen and Kristaps missing t- like the last game with illness and like knee contusion or whatever, they're still like one of the healthier teams right now, healthier contenders. Um, I could see Miami sneak in though. I could see, I could really see Miami, but I'll say Boston is the favorite for the, the IST as of right now. I'm filling in time because Tony is texting and he's not. Yeah, because I'm late. He's late. Oh, I made you late. Yeah, so um, my finals, it's funny. I don't have Boston coming out because I don't think, yeah, sure, they're hungry right now, but I don't think they're going to be I don't think as hungry as. I think they'll, I think they'll want something to prove. I think they're like, you can clown them for saying like, oh, they didn't win the finals. So they won the consolation prize. But for them, it's like, if you keep it internal, keep that shit internal, like internally, I think they, they care about it. You know what I think? It'll come down to two teams. Okay. And I don't think it's going to be, I don't know why you said Denver. Because no. you could have, you could have just, it's not East versus West. Oh, is oh, it, it a mix up? I or, don't know. I don't know how they're doing it though. That's the thing. Because they, I know that they, they do mix it up. No, East quarterfinal, West quarterfinal, East semifinal, West semifinal, and then final. Yeah, and it's it's not back to backs. It's Thursday is Thursday December seventh is the semis, and it's Saturday December ninth is the final. So it's not a back to back. Um. Okay. So there was like, I was gonna say there's no way that they would do that because like that would just be the players would just not be for that. Let's see here. So I think it's gonna be so if it's East versus West. Yeah. I have two teams coming out of the East. Okay. Boston, yeah. Philly, Philly. Okay, if they. I mean, they're on a. They're a bit of a skid. Yeah, but hey, who knows? And they've, and they've lost like one in season game, but maybe who knows? And then uh, my other team, is Denver. Uh-huh. Sure, and then I don't think it's gonna be Lakers. I don't. I, mean, I don't think the. Lake, I think maybe Minnesota might be the. I think likely. it's Minnesota. Yeah, I think it's Minnesota. Mm-hmm. That team. That team is crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They, they have something in their eyes right now. Anthony like, Edwards is like an MVP candidate too. Oh yeah, for sure. Even if he's for not sure. top top, like if, sure. if Minnesota somehow gets like top four, top three, he's definitely sure. maybe like a second. And all, if second if, all NBA maybe if Steph is out, definitely All Star starter. Yeah, definitely All Star starter. Yeah, I no, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. So that's it for our list for today. Um, for the pod, uh, it was a shorter one than usual because I do got plans and Cullum's got shit to do as well. I guess sometimes, sometimes. Um, so we'll wrap up our list here with the top five uh NBA in season in season tournament 
um, Dark Horse teams. Uh, oh, I forgot mine. <laughs> no, you, you say yours first. I'll remember mine. All right. So <laughs> this feels like an Andy Kwok moment right now. Uh, Houston, Minnesota, OKC, Miami, Indiana. Okay, so I chose Thunder. I, I agreed with Thunder. I agreed with you on Houston. Nope. I think, yeah. Did you say Houston? Yeah, because I, I, I was initially going to say Dallas. And right. then Knicks. And then Pacer. uh, Pacers. And then there was – who's the center east again? Because I think it was the same – who's in the same one as uh, Milwaukee and uh, Heat? Oh, that's the Knicks. Yeah. Okay, so I'm missing one. People, you can go back. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, that's it. Brooklyn. I was going to say people, because just re- rewind back. <laughs> no, Brooklyn. Yeah, 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 Brooklyn. Okay. All right, well, thank you for your time. Thank um, you. Appreciate it. Today, we'll have you on whatever pod comes up next. Um, anything you want to plug in or shout out for us? No, just, you. uh, if you want the best fantasy sports content for football, basketball, whatever else it might be, check out Rotowire. Um, always updating lists on terms of player rankings, um, streamers, you know, daily fantasy leagues, um, you know, sneaky plays. If you're, you know, playing in a, not a week to week one, but like in the actual league itself, mm. Um and I'll leave it at that. Just go with Rotowire. <laughs> All right, perfect. No Instagram. Column.keybear.kiwi. All right. Well, thank you very much, Column. You can link it. Thank you much, Column. Appreciate it. Thank you. Next time, make some time for the fucking group. Uh, <laughs> Don't be a solo. Don't be a solo dolo. dolo. <laughs> solo roll dolo. Well, thank you. Um, and then for those at home, if you enjoyed this podcast, or have some thoughts or input you want to put uh, into our topics or our list, uh, feel, free, feel free to hit us up our IG account, bbshopquintetpodcast, or email us at bbshopquintetpodcast.gmail.com. Also, you can give us a follow up five star review on Apple Pod and subscribe to us on all streaming platforms. And let us be your top five of the day. Cheers. Go Celtics, go! Oh,